0: This is Government yes, 2.0 Radio, amplifying the voices of connected government and public innovation. Hello and welcome. I'm Alison Hornery, and thanks for tuning in. It's always great to see the world of civic open data evolve. And late last year, the City of Edmonton in Canada launched a citizen dashboard on top of their open data catalogue to make it easier for Edmontonians and others to see how the city was performing on delivery of a selection of key services. Today we're joined by Ashley Cassavan, who's the strategic coordinator for ICT for the City and is managing this program. Welcome, Ashley. Thanks for having me. Talk us through the journey to here. I know that uh, Edmonton has had for some time an open data catalogue and you've run things like apps competitions to encourage people to develop interesting things with data. Uh, and now that you've got the Citizen Dashboard... Tell us about how you've gotten to to this place. Yeah, that's right. So we started
1: uh, Open Data in January of 2010, and it was really a way from, or it was a way that we could meet the community's needs to share really relevant information about what the city does. And so we had followed suit with some of the other cities in Canada and internationally to post information online in an open format. And so, we started with a meager 12 data sets, And since then, we've grown to have substantially more. And in the process, we've really been thinking about the use of this data. And so, it's one thing to post it online, but it's really important to make it accessible and show that uh, we're being accountable to citizens. And so, one of the ways that... We did that. You mentioned we've had an apps competition, and that was really to promote um, other people's use of the data. And really, citizens have incredible ideas around um, taking information, reshaping it, or um, thinking about a really interesting use of it. And we thought one of the things that would be interesting is to take the data ourselves and... Um, you can see on our data catalog right now we have um, map views of things or different charts um, to display it better. Uh, but we also have stuff on Edmonton.ca which we've had interactive maps and you can see things like when your neighborhood's going to be cleared or when a different property that is owned by the city will go on sale. So we really took it to the next level with the Citizen Dashboard. We took... Um, aggregated data so performance measures and we posted that in a really accessible easy to understand format and so this was actually just a pilot project we did it with uh, transportation and also uh, finance to thinking about performance measures uh, one of the goals from council was to uh, Uh, not only have corporate performance measures, but then have performance measures that are relevant to the public. And that was really the result of a few different um, areas within the city thinking, or the citizen dashboard is the result of a few different areas thinking about uh, how we would actually go about doing that. And we in IT were really interested in um, connecting that to some of the work and some of the thought Thoughts we had around open data, and so uh, the two really um, had the opportunity to grow together um, because we want to post data online in an open, accessible format. Um, so, like things I spoke to before, whether it's the city making something um, out of the data themselves, or whether it's the citizens, um, there's that that opportunity to uh, use it in a different way that we than we had previously thought of. And the citizen dashboard uh, does just that. What's nice about the Citizen dashboard is it's not only easy to understand, but if you click on it, you can really dig down deeper into some of the um the figures with the performance measures and also just what the different bylaws are that govern um what it is that the city does.
0: So I guess in a way, you're offering people the chance to also understand a little more uh, what sits behind both some of the ways in which the city delivers services, but also some of the um, restrictions or some of the um, legislative guidelines that you need to be concerned about when you're deciding what services to deliver and and how things are prioritised.
1: Definitely. Performance measures are connected to the different services that we provide, as you indicated, and this does give citizens a better view into uh, what bylaws are associated with those performance measures and and why it is that we provide some of those services.
0: One of the things that we quite often hear when we're talking to people about setting up something like a citizen dashboard or something like uh, an open data platform is the executive support uh, within the organization to actually make it happen. You guys seem to have been really um, moving along quite well through these different phases what have been the key buy-in factors for your senior execs that have have opened the way for this to be possible for you?
1: Yeah, and I think different cities have taken different approaches to this. Ours has been very much, we've had strong internal administrative support, and what we've seen in some other cities is that council is really pushing the agenda. Either way, though, I, I think that How I like to think about it, at least at the municipal level, is you have to have two of kind of three pillars, and it would be council, citizens, and administration, because each have a role to play in it. And in our city, we've had really great sponsorship um, from our CIO, Chris Moore, and um, some of the other leaders within the city, like our city clerk, Elaine Sinclair, uh, who really understands how things like Open Data and now the Citizen Dashboard really provide citizens a better understanding and insight into not only what it is that the, that the city does on their behalf, uh, but how well they're doing at delivering those services in an effective and efficient manner. So we've been able to really move our program along because we've been able to connect it to what it is that the government does on behalf of citizens and um, how we're making that more transparent. And I keep using the word accessible, but I think that's really the key here, is that a lot of this information was available before, but it could be that there were so many barriers in place that other people didn't know that it existed or you would have to come in person and physically ask for something like that or um, do a FOIP request. Mm-hmm. of information and um, protection requests. And so there's just been different barriers and what we're trying to do is work with administration and these leaders within the city to um, understand that removing those barriers uh, will really help promote awareness and understanding and then hopefully increase participation.
0: So in, in those conversations that you're having with the various uh, pillars of you, as you've talked about there, Um, are you also finding that the issue of return on investment is coming up? Um, And if it is, what sorts of conversations are you having and how are you overcoming um, some of the the challenges about trying to demonstrate a return on investment for these kinds of activities?
1: Yeah, and I think that's a really critical question. So I... And I think that sometimes we... uh, as government really needs to, uh, we're always proving ourselves. We're proving ourselves to to our supervisors because everybody's very cognizant of using public dollars. But then ultimately mm. to the public. And so, I I've had the benefit of working in different areas of the city, and I, I can definitely say that that is having a, a return on investment and a strong understanding of why we're doing this for the public. Um, it's something that runs through government, and so this is no exception. And one of the things that we've been working on is creating value cases. Um, we've done it for individual data sets, and we've done it for the program as a whole. And you can see these things online on our uh, our open data toolkit, um, where you can see the assessment that we've done, and um, we're we're close to finishing a big value framework that will hopefully outline some of these things. But because this is such a new area, there isn't uh, a lot of precedent or benchmarks from other cities that we can compare ourselves to or other organizations. But I think as open data and even visualization of performance measures and other open government efforts uh, becomes more mature and more cities and other agencies are doing it, we uh, we will have not only best Practices, um, but really a stronger understanding of the value or return on investment um, based on what other people have done.
0: Yeah, so that's really interesting. you're You're almost um, doing your process out in the open as well as releasing your your information uh, into into the open as well, which is which is exciting and also really great for people to be able to to uh, learn from. Um, You mentioned that transport was one of the first focus areas for you, um, and that seems to be a a common trend across many of these programs. Uh, I imagine it's quite helpful to be able to start with uh, data that's quite specific, uh, like transport. But I'm curious about what kind of dashboard and and data elements you're envisaging for some of the softer issues that uh, are dealt with in other parts of your your strategic plan, such as some of those quality of life issues. That, I imagine, would be uh, a bit harder to tackle.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we started with transportation, uh, not because it's tangible, but because they have that area within the city has the most mature understanding of performance measures. Uh, There's a corporate project going on that does address all areas of the corporation in terms of performance measures. And there's 65 measures that council will be tracking against. And that's connected to our strategic plan, uh, which is The Way Ahead. Um, It's called The Way Ahead for the City, and it does address some of those softer issues that you're speaking to. Um, We obviously have more operational and internal focused performance measures in IT, so I can't really speak to um, some of the ones in community services, but uh, those are available online, and there will be Uh, annual updates, I believe, of the performance against each of those 65 measures. Not all of those will be in the citizen dashboard. Um, These ones are really, we're trying to pick performance measures that are relevant to the public. And as you can see on the dashboard, there's some grayed out areas. Uh, Well, the rest of them are grayed out other than the way we move. This was just a uh, pilot with transportation, and so uh, as we really uh, get more into what those performance measures look like that we believe people are interested in, we will be posting them in the other areas.
0: So, given that this uh, dashboard is is very closely linked to the the strategic plan, which is a ten year plan with all of these performance measures in it. Do you also see or are you even already starting to see there being a cycle where feedback from uh, the dashboard and the information that it displays will actually feed into adapting this plan and perhaps shifting some of the ways in which performance is actually measured, that that the citizens are, are able to influence that more directly than they might have otherwise been able to?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question. Uh, one of the things that I've been really interested in working on is understanding our our full footprint when it comes to open government across the city. So we've been doing these projects um, in a very just one-off way right now and I think that's the next step is figuring out how can we take uh, things like visualization of performance measures And um, not only putting them on the open data catalog really moved that to the next level, but the data catalog gives you the ability to get feedback as you're suggesting from citizens. So then, how do we fit that into our existing budgeting process or strategic planning process? I don't think we're there yet, um, and I think that that's something that um, we will take into account while we, if we, or sorry, while we take a step back and look at um, open government more holistically. And when I say open government, I really just mean the different tools um, that we have to make the government more open, transparent, accessible, and accountable. And we have lots of options of those. So the citizen dashboard and the open data catalog are just um, two of them, but we have things like council on the web, And a lot of our public engagement efforts are um, not only online, but in person. We're getting a lot of feedback through those. So I think there's all these different mechanisms where we can have two-way conversations with public and get that valuable feedback. So how do we take all of those things and apply it to decision-making as we move forward is definitely um, a challenge we still have to figure out.
0: Mm. So, given that the dashboard obviously is very much focused at at the citizen, what kind of feedback have you had so far?
1: Uh, the feedback so far has been really positive. We've mainly been getting feedback uh, from the people that are users of the open data catalog and um, really other cities that have been struggling with this same uh, problem is how do you push really relevant information out to people in a an understandable in the easy way. So we have metrics that um, we can probably post in some sort of quarterly or annual report. We should think about that. But um, without having looked at those recently, I I know that we are getting lots of traffic. And because we have the, the bar at the top of the data catalog connecting people to the citizen dashboard, I know we're getting a lot of hits that way as well. So um, the the one thing I guess I can say uh, fairly confidently is that all of the comments are that this is moving in the right, we're moving in the right direction in doing something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're really excited about that feedback because I think that as we keep talking about, this is such a a new way of of providing information that it's nice to get that feedback that this is what people want.
0: Hmm. And I guess too, I mean, it, the, the dashboard is very new and also a very new way of, of delivering this information, as you said. I also imagine that particularly your councillors, your elected uh, members, would find this uh, both challenging but also a great opportunity to have a different kind of conversation with citizens about what's happening. Are you finding that, uh, that that's also a really important channel for you to educate them about how to talk about the dashboard, and then how to feedback what citizens are telling them about it.
1: Yeah, I've heard that the councillors absolutely love it because, as you can imagine, they have to go through so much information um, because they're responsible for all aspects of the city. So it's a really nice way for them to... uh, or a really nice tool for them to point to when citizens are asking questions. Um, As I mentioned before, there are... Uh these other sixty five performance measures that are connected to the way ahead, and so we're thinking right now about what are ways that we can visualize those um as we go forward but and even if it's not in a more interactive dashboard, uh, I think this has really set a precedent for making performance measures really understandable, and so i I believe that we met. Uh, Council's expectations when we did this, um, and we will definitely use it uh, as a benchmark as we move forward.
0: So, we've talked there about how the, the citizens are responding to this new initiative. How are the staff responding to such a public demonstration of their performance uh, in the areas that you're already working on?
1: Well, it's interesting because we've to date, um, there's some areas that have thought a lot about performance measures and posting them publicly. And there's other areas that this is a really new concept for. And so, as I mentioned, um, uh, out of finance, our finance department, they're working on this project corporately. And that's been one of the conversations that we've been engaged in is what makes a good public facing performance measure. Hmm. And so, I think that while there's a lot of interest in doing this um we're we're taking a step back and asking ourselves a lot of questions so uh while I'm sure staff are really excited um, and more what we hear is that uh, they really want to get their stuff online quickly uh, we really do need to do that assessment and and understand and as you mentioned before, there's with areas like transportation they have more tangible uh, measures that they can work with and that's easier. So I think some of the ones that are more of those softer issues is uh, where we really need to not only think about what a good public performance measure is, um, but how we can get meaningful information up for people. Um, and and are these things that uh, we actually currently measure or are they things that we have to start measuring? So, There's lots of this is really um, brought a challenge to us as well.
0: Mm. You mentioned, uh, Ashley, a couple of times that uh, you're noticing that other cities and other organisations are interested in what you're doing to guide their own activities. So from your experience so far, what's the biggest lesson learned that you'd share with other cities or state governments even who are looking to move down this direction?
1: Yeah, um, I think that... It's just really important, and I'm saying this from an IT perspective. I think that um, there would be different lessons learned from the finance department in terms of the collecting and aggregating performance measures and figuring all of that out. That's not my domain. I just want to be really clear on that. Uh, But from an IT perspective, we just want to make sure that we're offering the best Uh, tool for people to do this and so we've taken our experience and understanding that we've gained from open data and um, applied it to uh, the Citizen Dashboard project so we knew that we wanted things to be um, really easy to understand Uh, we wanted things to uh, be able to people to be able to dig in deeper and and get the actual data. So I guess the lesson learned would be think about the project uh, really holistically so that um, you think about the best user experience. So people will want to just have a nice snapshot of what it is that the performance measure is. And if they're really interested, they can find out what the larger performance measure is and what bylaw that's attached to, and then have another level to dig deeper into the actual data set or the performance measure itself so all in all, I think the IT people can really work with the business areas to think through um, that that user
0: experience mm. and what's been the biggest surprise for you from the project so far?
1: Uh, probably that people are really interested in it I, I don't <laughs> Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, that's a a positive surprise, so that's good. Um, No, there's been a lot of traction on it. And when you think about things like performance measures, they're usually dry. Mm. Um, And so, but the fact that we were able to come up with performance measures that were interesting to people, um, like transit security and snowblading and potholes filled, everybody loves that. Mm. Um, and then to make it interesting to look at um, so that it was really easy to understand. And I think we have this challenge sometimes in government where we have to really balance providing too much detail with not enough detail. And mm-hmm. this new technology is giving us opportunities to um, to use web pages in different ways and uh, be able to send out more or add little information Um, in in really unique ways. So just the fact that people can dig deeper on their own accord, but it looks like a really simple, clean thing to start off with, um, isn't always how you would expect government to provide information. Uh, You get these long press releases of, this is how well we've performed. And so um, making it more visual and not as dry, I think has been the biggest surprise to me that there's been so much uptake on this.
0: Hmm. And it's a really interesting point that you're making there too, around you know the culture of government, if you like, meeting the culture and the speed of the technology field. so with that in mind, where would you like to be twelve months from now with the dashboard? Wow
1: uh, <laughs> well, definitely we we want to get um the rest of the areas within the city, the different business areas um, to get information up on the dashboard. And again, this is just a pilot. So it might not be here. It might be in another place, uh, but we do want it to have those same principles of um, easy to understand, easy to consume the information and, and looking nice. Um, So we will, We hope in 12 months, um, not only that other performance measures up, but also that we're starting to get that feedback from citizens that um, this is good for them and it's something that they've been looking for or they want to see other
0: things as well. Well, it sounds like you've got a very busy time ahead of you. It's been such a pleasure to speak with you today, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And if you'd like to follow up on today's discussion with Ashley, including links to the dashboard and the open data catalogue, you'll find it all at gov2oradio.com. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to your company again next time. Bye for now.